Welcome to Mafia, a new podcast telling stories of America's criminal underworld. Gotti assumed the position of head of the Gambino family. And using the name Donnie Brasco, I was able to infiltrate the uh, Bonanno uh, crime family in New York City. Bugsy Siegel is an American mob legend. One man changed the whole texture and landscape of crime in America. Listen to Mafia every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your favorite shows. Welcome along to Musicals First and Theatre First. My name's Alex First and I am here to discuss one of the most anticipated musicals to be staged in Melbourne for, well, probably a decade or more. The Book of Mormon at the Princess Theatre. Funny, irreverent, crude, witty, clever, lyrically and vocally adept. And did I mention darn funny, at times hilarious? I certainly did. Well, the religious satire now well and truly deserves a long stay in the city. Playing to stereotypes and with a series of popular culture references, I saw for myself what all the hoopla was about. The show, well, it's a rolled gold hoot from start to finish. I've not seen anything quite like The Book of Mormon before. Not for naught did it win nine Tony Awards, including Best Musical, the Grammy for Best Musical Theatre Album, and four Olivier Awards, including Best New Musical. The cast of 23 is led by A.J. Holmes in an extraordinary, engaging, nuanced and highly entertaining performance as Elder Cunningham and Ryan Bondy, confident and assured as Elder Price. Both come directly from playing the roles on Broadway, on the West End and across America. They're joined by the beautifully voiced Zara Newman as Nabalungi, Bert Labont as Mafala and Rowan Witt as Elder McKinley. The Book of Mormon premiered in March 2011 at New York's Eugene O'Neill Theatre after nearly seven years of development. It's now played more than 250 consecutive weeks of fully sold-out shows on Broadway. It's the same story at other theatres around the United States where it's passed 170 weeks and so too the 1,200-plus performances thus far in London on the West End where it opened in February 2013. Everywhere it's played, it's smashed box office records. It's set to do the same here. It's already broken the house record for the highest-selling on-sale period of any production in the Princess Theatre's 159-year history. Book, music and lyrics, delightful as they are, are by Trey Parker and Matt Stone, best known for creating the animated comedy South Park, and also Robert Lopez, co-composer and co-lyricist of Avenue Q and Frozen. Co-directed by Trey Parker and Casey Nicolor, The Book of Mormon is choreographed by Casey Nicolor with set design by Scott Pask and costume design Anne Roth. The musical starts with a quick, quirky and humorous panto. He has a pantomime about the formation of the Church of Latter-day Saints and then we're into the body of the story. That's to say, a creative number about the modus operandi of the ever-cheery church elders in Utah all dressed the same with crisp white shirts and thin black ties, pressing mock doorbells and trying to convert the masses. The unfamiliarity with the music is of no consequence because the numbers, one after another, are catchy. They've got a way of eating into your psyche, seemingly effortlessly. That's when you're not laughing yourself silly at the audaciousness of the writers and the white-hot execution of the performers who don't miss a beat. 
After a few months of study, the elders in training are matched. That is, they're paired up with a colleague who has to stay by their side, which is Rule 72, and dispatched to various parts of the globe to sprout their message and extract conversions. The first few are delighted with their postings, and then it's the turn of the cocksure elder Price, who's about to get far more than he wished for, or dreamt of. As a nine-year-old, his parents took him to Orlando, Florida, and he fell in love with the place. He's always dreamt of winning placement in that community. Instead, he's paired up with a perpetual liar. A golden rule of the church is, of course, never to fib. He lacks confidence, is friendless, and he's got quite a twitch, which means that he says, well, what not quite is on his mind, but just comes out in not the right fashion. The kicker is the pair are sent to deepest, darkest Africa, namely Uganda. Once there, they quickly come to realise the task they've been given is likely to be a bridge too far, one beyond them. This is a place where AIDS, famine, poverty and oppression from the local warlord is the currency. Robbery, corruption, fear and violence are everywhere, and those church members who preceded them have come up empty in terms of turning these natives. The loner who perpetually tries too hard and is far too effusive, Elder Cunningham, is immediately besotted by one of the locals. Yeah, so be it. (laughs) Due to the circumstances, the nerd becomes the hero. Or does he, as he sets about reinventing the church's doctrine? Meanwhile, his arrogant partner, Elder Price, who commits one of the church's cardinal sins, fears he'll burn in the fires of hell. And yet, his redemption is far from assured. There's a great deal to love in the Book of Mormon, which redefines the possible in musical theatre. Above all, for me, it was the political incorrectness, the fun, frivolity and hijinks that appealed, not to forget the terrific music and flawless performances. It keeps a rapid pace throughout. There's so much going on all the time, there's a second viewing would simply add to one's enjoyment. Just be aware, if you're easily offended by bad language, the show contains liberal doses of it. For mine, it just added to the unforgettable flavour that I'm certain to taste again, because make no mistake, this is one heck of a production. Just go and enjoy it. Just really revel in the Book of Mormon, playing right now at the Princess Theatre for an indefinite season. Just keep it going, keep the love. There was certainly a lot of love in that room, in the Princess Theatre, for opening night. Just loved it. Absolutely loved it. Welcome to Mafia, a new podcast telling stories of America's criminal underworld. Gotti assumed the position of head of the Gambino family. And using the name Donnie Brasco... I was able to infiltrate the uh, Bonanno uh, crime family in New York City. Bugsy Siegel is an American mob legend. One man changed the whole texture and landscape of crime in America. Listen to Mafia every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your favorite shows.